What's up, everybody? This is Andy with the 90s Galore Podcast, and you're listening to my main man, Ricky, from the Real Word Podcast. Enjoy. Whoa, whoa, welcome to the Real Word Podcast. Here is my special guest. He needs no introduction. We're going, we're going with Amir Diamond, <laughs> y'all. What is going on, brother? You I finally... I was going to say, I finally made it to your show. Shoot. Yes, yes, you are here, man. I'm loving it. I'm living it, brother. I'm glad to have you on the show, man. I've been checking you out on Instagram for the longest, and I'm like, man, this dude's positive. I love his videos and everything like that. He's doing his own thing in H-Town. That's where you're from, right? I grew up here. I've been here since I was five years old, so like 25 years. I don't know nothing else. All I know is H-Town. <laughs> Number slabs and Gold teeth and, and grills and everything exactly. else, huh? Dang, Exactly, the, exactly. That, that, that is the life, brother. That is the life. Man, it's good to have you on the show, brother. You want to introduce yourself to all my listeners out there? I like to say I am somebody who entertains, informs, uplifts, and inspires, but I have been doing that through the radio. I do it on whatever platform I'm on, whether it's social media, TV, radio, on the stage. I entertain, inform, inspire, and uplift. But I was on 97.9 for like five years. And really? then 92.1, which is pop and top 40, I wanted to diversify my, my resume and really? do that type of music. So I, I, I've been on that station. I was on there for about three years. Oh, man. that that Dude, that is amazing, brother. That is, I'm very proud of you, man. Um, Appreciate it. Doing your radio thing. Like I went on your page and you're host of the, what, night, the hot box? I don't know what the hot box is. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's the name of your station, man? Is radio. That- it was 97.9 The Box. That's where I was on first. Then oh. 92.1 Radio Now. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, the hot box. 97.9 yeah. The Box. Yes, that's what I was talking about. So yeah, you I must see. not be from the H. Are you from the H? No, I'm not from H-Town. But I got friends from the H-Town. And I have a homeboy that's a comedian. His name is 39 Cent. He has a whole fan base in H-Town. I, I don't you. know if you heard of him or not, but he's a real funny dude. He got famous for his Houston skits, his Houston mm-hmm. rapper skits, and everything like that. So, yeah, I travel from H-Town from time to time. It's a nice okay. place. Well, it's not called the Hot Box. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> it's, called it's called 97.9 The Box. And it is, though, it is the hottest station in Houston. This is a legendary station. It's yeah. been around for years and years. <laughs> I was listening to it when I was growing up, so yeah. it was like a dream to be on there. Yeah, okay. Well, my listeners know what I meant. You know, it's hot down there, and it's <laughs> called a box, so we're going to combine the two and say hot box. Hot box. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Now, anyway, brother, you say you got your start in radio. Like, how did that come? Like, did you know you always wanted to do this? Like, you always had this passion when you were young? did you major in communications in college or anything like that it was a i would say it was a mistake i kind of stumbled into it Mm -hmm. my my first love is writing and my mom wanted me to be an english teacher but i was taking the classes at u of h i'm like nah this ain't really for me like i'm gonna have to follow my own dream not hers but at the same time I grew up in it literally since i was born because my mom's in radio she's been doing it for 30 plus years my dad's in radio. He was the voice of Wendy Williams' show when she when she was still doing radio. Really? And so, 
Yeah, I never really like looked at their. I looked at them doing what they do as a job, like a nine to five. And it might be yeah. hard for some other people to see that. Other people look at radio and it's glitz and, and it's glamour. But I grew up going to the studio with them on the weekends with my brother in there, five and six hours bored. So I never really looked at it as something that I would do until um, until college. Because yeah. with, with radio, it's it's journalism. I still get to use my writing skills every now and then. I did broadcast journalism. That's what I ended up majoring. So TV and radio, really. And I still get to use my writing. Oh, really? Whether it's for, like, commercials or skits uh-huh. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, what about the, uh, what about your college years? Like, did you have, did you have like a communications degree? I know I asked this before, but you didn't verify that because it seems like you do have a communications degree. The way you talk, because I'm a communications major, so I know, I can smell it. I know (laughs) you do. I know you have a communications degree. Tell me now. It's a huge, like, accomplishment that I (laughs) can say that I'm a, Proud U of H graduate. I graduated yes. from U of H. Yes. Okay. And I just took classes. I didn't drop out. Uh-huh. It took a long time. There were some bumps in the road. I can't lie because I, I started at uh, TSU and I right. went there for like six months. And then I ended up dropping out for a year uh-huh. and just worked and saved up money. Then I went back to school, went to HEC, which yeah. a lot of people, they don't like community college. Young people don't want to go there. But for some, it's a smart decision. You get the same education and you pay less money. Like a lot of my teachers at HEC were from U of H, where I ended up graduating from. So, yeah, it, it took me like five or six years, but I did it. Hey, that's good, man. As long as you get it accomplished, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So, bro, you do you have a, a a spiritual side? Like, are you very strong on religion, or is that a big aspect of your life, your family's life, your mother's life, your father's life? I'll say, um, did you say religious or spiritual? Maybe both. A little bit of both. It is a little bit of. It's a little bit of both. I feel like I'm spiritual. I pray every day, and I know that (laughs) a lot of the things are none of the things that I accomplished. I wouldn't have gotten it without the grace of God. So I do know that. But for me, like I don't like to say that I'm religious because I feel like somebody might test me. And I'm not one of those people who knows every scripture in the Bible, but I do believe in God and I have a a, a heavy faith in, in what he does. Yeah, that's that's good, man. I know you probably know those uh those scriptures when you want to yell at somebody or those <laughs> when you want to get on somebody's bad side. <laughs> yeah, they do come out. out. Let me turn to the book of Nicolations real quick. <laughs> they do come out. They do come out. Yes, indeed, brother. When I really do need them, you're right. We all had those moments, brother. I mean, that's just like, that's just who we are as a people. But um, another thing that I wanted to ask you about, um, I see you working with some big time celebs, brother. You doing it's your crazy. thing. I seen a picture with you with Kalani, right? It's crazy. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Man. That's your, is that your role model is it, or is that your, you know, somebody you look up to, somebody you, uh, music you favorite besides? Kay- Kaylani, she was just. I, I found out about her on, I think it was her second mixtape, You Should Be Here. Yeah. Um, if, if you're in, she calls their fans the tsunami, tsunami Mob. If you're in the Tsunami Mob and I got that wrong, yeah. don't go into my comments, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was her second mixtape. And I just could really relate to her, like, 
the words that she was saying in her music, and then I felt like her tone was refreshing. So I was a, a, a really big fan of hers when she first came out. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about her. I won't say it's anybody that I look up to, but I respected her grind as there's not too many artists in R&B like doing it nowadays. So no, it's really not. I just felt like it was a breath of fresh air when she came out and I really respected her and loved her music. I mean, bro, who have you not worked with that you would like to work with? <laughs> <laughs> I I just I just put out this list. It was ten people that I've met, ten celebrities. It was like okay. or ten celebrities that I've met or interviewed. It was uh-huh. Beyonce, DJ Khaled, Big Sean. Wow. Um, who else? A whole bunch of big names, basically. Fifty Cent, and the one person that I didn't meet. Well, can I yet. guess it? Can I guess it real quick? Can I guess it? I didn't name him. I didn't name him or her, but I'll let you guess it. Okay. Um, is this a a man or a woman? Mill. It's a it's a man? Yeah. Okay. Um is this man very, very uh A list celebrity or is he a B list celebrity? A list, A list. Is he a rapper, singer? You're asking too many questions now. Uh, I feel like uh, you <laughs> Chris, I thought you had... Hey Chris Brown. Oh, there you go. Look at you. I can guess real good. All my listeners out there, I can guess your birth date. Curse Brown. There we go. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about, man. Top three favorite artists, so that's why I want to meet him. But I know he ain't really doing interviews like that. People are going to want to bring up the old things that he's gone through. But my interviews ain't really like that. I like to really get to know somebody. Uh, I- I'm going to be respectful, but I'm going to still get to the answers that people want to know. And I don't think... I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I don't. I I wouldn't bring up that Rihanna situation in my interview if he were to do one with me. Yeah. I feel like that's old, and he's addressed it so many times. There's really no reason. Oh yeah. Unless, like, there's some there's some people who do interviews and they always trying to get a soundbite out of it. I'm not there for that. Right. So yeah. Right, man, and 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 that's Same old. Reason. That's old news anyway. Like, I mean, if you can't forgive Chris Brown, then too bad. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We don't need to mm-hmm. condemn Chris Brown for no reason, right? Right. Well, right. I won't say for no reason, but I'm just <laughs> what you're saying. I mean, she was the one that put her hands on him first. So, I mean, <laughs> you put your hands on a man, you have any right to. I mean, all my lady listeners, don't get mad at me and block me, but I'm just saying. Nobody should put their hands on anybody. On anybody. Right. Right. So that goes right for there. male on female, female on male, male on male, female on female. Right, right. Now, I'm getting mad all over again. Let me get back to this interview. Because <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna, she made me mad with that because you're not supposed to do that. So, um, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, man, any, yeah. Uh, any big projects you're working on? Or I know you told me you dance and everything. Like, how is that going? Were you on Dancing with the Stars? I'm not a dance. <laughs> I am not a well. Hmm. I don't want to say I'm not a, a dancer because you can't uh-huh. speak things. When, when you speak them, they're going to come to existence. <laughs> if people saw me on Dancing with the Houston Stars, they probably would say that mm-hmm. I'm a dancer. And I have had a few people hit me up to do dance projects, and I'm like, I, I can dance if you show me the steps, but yeah, I'm not really a dancer. But um, Dancing with the Houston Stars, that was uh, for a charity. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Urban, Urban Souls Dance Company. So they chose 10 different 
media people or people who are making moves in the city who dance is not necessarily what they do, but we're doing it for, uh, uh, you know, doing it for, for the good. Yeah. And it was to raise money for Urban Souls Dance Company. So I did do that. I didn't win. I didn't take home the trophy, but I like to say that I was the fan favorite. What? Yeah, you was my favorite too. <laughs> I, I watched that video, brother. You had all Appreciate the moves it. down pat. You and that young lady? I was yeah, like, Carmen. I was like, y'all should have won that. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all should have definitely won that, brother. For real. Mm-hmm. Appreciate um, it. Thank you. Um. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, was- so other... The other projects that I'm working on right now, the main thing that I'm focused on is this merchandise. I've been saying that I'm going to release it. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to get to it. But I haven't followed through. But COVID-19 has really lit a fire up underneath me. So it's almost here and it's coming soon. And that's the next thing that I'm really excited about, Team Diamond merch. Oh, hey, do you want to tell my listeners what all that is about? It's your time (laughs) to promote your brand, brother. I'm keeping there. it secret. I'm keeping it secret. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is, Amir Diamond for president. Get ready. What? Oh, <laughs> hey, you got my vote. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Appreciate I'm it. I'm gonna make sure I vote for you, brother. Thank you. Thank be, you. Are you gonna be? Uh, do you know Willie D and all them? Uh, I know he's like, what is he? Um, uh, in H Town. Shoot, a legend. I I I know of him. That's actually one person in Houston that I haven't met yet. Oh, Willie D. really? Really? I know mm-hmm. you're probably going to meet him probably when you, you know, when you run, you know, whatever or whatever. When I run for president. Right, right. <laughs> we don't, we, we don't want to tell the listeners what you're doing, though. No, that's important, exactly. man. That is very important, not letting people know your plans, because sometimes people don't have the best intentions for you. So you have to keep things silent, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the, definitely the way to do it, brother. Um, you're right man, on that. Bro, like, so how was that interview with uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Dave, you was on COVID live yesterday, man. How was? Oh, that? David Settle. Yes, David Settle. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing a good job. He's been pushing out interviews every day, and not just people from our city. It seems like people from everywhere. But it was a real good experience. We got a lot of great feedback from it. He asked some great questions. I love this energy just as much as I love this interview that's going down <laughs> right now. I feel like. It's really hard to interview people. <laughs> it is. Everybody thinks that they can do it, but not everybody has that talent. And right, right. There's been there's been a lot of I won't, there's been people who have asked to interview me and I, I, I go back and I look at their page and I see what they've done. And if they weren't putting in the same type of work that I feel like mm-hmm. I was putting in mm-hmm. on the come up, mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna do it. They gotta they they gotta work harder, bro. I feel you, Max. Because it seemed like you worked hard for years. Man, and, I'm telling you, people, cool, cool, great, cool radio at U of H. It was an internet radio show, and I was, I was, <laughs> I was putting in work. I was putting in work yeah. for an internet radio show. That's all I can say. Wow, man. See, that's crazy because the, most of the guys that I've talked to and I wanted to be on their show, like they rejected me, like flat out. I'm like, hmm. wow. So I think that was that yeah. same reason you just talked about. By saying you have yeah. to put in the work, you can't, ladies and gentlemen, you can't just weasel your way up and you know and, and expect to get respect. You have to work for it. You have to earn it. So I get that's exactly. what you're saying. So, exactly. brother, um, it's another thing that I had in my mind, and it just fell out. I don't know why, but I had it <laughs> in my mind. Were you? I see you. Uh, you interviewed Post Malone, brother. How how was that? 
That was a one old, of my favorite. That was an old video, but I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Like, how was that feeling, man? It still, it still was one of my first, uh, one of my favorite interviews. Or I've interviewed him multiple times, actually. So I don't know which one you ended up seeing, but I interviewed him a couple of times. And the thing that I like about him most is he makes me laugh <laughs> on and off camera. Yeah. I really love that about him. So yeah. it's always easy. It's always fun whenever we link up when it comes to the city. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that one where you talking about uh, I'm swerving, I'm swerving. That is the one I seen. So that, that's the old one that you saw. <laughs> that's the one that ended up going viral. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like to take pride in my interviews. <laughs> I still take pride in that one, but Post Malone's fan got on my ass on that interview because I said the wrong lyric. It was when he first came out and I, I've learned after that was one of the times where I learned not to just go off mm-hmm. of what other people tell me. But I was talking to somebody in prepping for the interview. And I was like, well, I don't really know who this Post Malone guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she started she started singing a song and she sang the wrong lyrics to me. So <laughs> I sung the wrong lyrics in the interview and he corrected me. He didn't get mad at it. Right, right. But all of his fans in the comments talking about this dude needs to be fired. <laughs> oh, he don't even know the words corniest interviewer ever. I'm like, God, please. <laughs> man, you was just nervous, man. It, it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best and the worst of us, brother. So, definitely. I, I definitely still get cold feet when I interview people. So, yeah, that's definitely how it is. So, it seems like you know... Do you know Courtney Hall? I do know Courtney Hall. Yeah. She's another one who's, like, an incredible talent that I'm rooting on. Like, she's doing really good work as well. Yeah, she, Positive girl. Like her interviews are dope. Beautiful girl too, inside and out. Yes, I love her. Yes, she is. I seen um I seen your interview with her not too long ago. And I was like, oh, he knows Courtney Hall too, because my friend, he knows Courtney Hall, the comedian I talked about earlier. He knows Courtney mm-hmm. Hall. He's the one that introduced me to her. Man, she's down exactly. to earth, smart. Her interview skills, exactly. it, Courtney, if you listen to this or if a mirror plays this for you, your interview skills are diamond, like golden. And I would definitely like to learn from you. <laughs> like, somebody called her. I saw a clip um, earlier this week. Somebody called her the powerhouse. I was like, yeah, yeah she, I'll clap it. I'll agree to that right there. Yeah, she like the pod trip, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, brother, I also seen, I read in an article about you. Um, I don't want to talk about, the, like, your sexuality or anything like that. But I seen an article where you, you, you claim to come out. Uh, do you want to address? I have gay listeners, everything. I have no problem with gay people. I have a gay cousin. <laughs> so, did, did you have to? Did did you uh, face flack from that, or like uh, your family? Like this for all my gay. First of all, there. first of all, first of all, let me applaud you for even bringing it up okay. because people have interviewed me. I'm like, you can ask me for the most part. <laughs> you can ask me anything you want to. I'm not going to bring specific things up, but you can ask me whatever you want to. I'm an open book. Um, Did I get flack from it? Excuse me. I'll say this. Uh, When I first started on 97 on the box, it's it's like, it got, to me, it's the biggest platform in Houston and Houston is a top 10 market. (laughs) I always said to myself that I will be myself on the radio. Right. If I have to be anything else, I'm throwing it in the towel and I'm not doing it. So 
while I was on 97.9, people knew who I was, like, meaning knew what my sexuality was. It wasn't like I ever had to come out and say it. Right. Because of the topics that I talk about, because of certain stances that I take, because of certain places that I go to in the community, because of, like, people would make fun of my voice, because I love Beyonce, they kind of could tell, like, <clears throat> what my sexuality was, but... Houston rocked with me hard. I see that. Like, yes. Like, even like niggas in the street rock with me hard. And they'll come up to me in the street and be like, yo, Amir, I just want to say I appreciate what you're doing and I like what you're doing and continue to be yourself and we rocking with you. And I'm like, dang, that makes me feel so good <laughs> that I don't have to be anybody else. Like I can be myself and still get love from people. Yeah. And and like you said, everybody or a lot of people have gay family members, brothers, sisters, or cousins. So I think that's why, one of the reasons why uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Of course, I did get a lot of, I won't say a lot, I got more love than hate, but I did get some hate for it. Yeah. People sending me nasty messages like, oh, does 97.9 know that you're a fag? Oh, like, shit, man, that. that's crazy. If I, wasn't, if I wasn't confident in who I was, then it would have hurt me. One, one of the other things I think about is, I would say I wanted to be in radio since I was like 18. And I'm so glad that I didn't get the opportunity yet. Everything happens for a reason because I wasn't that comfortable in my sexuality yet. Yeah. And if I would have got hate mail like that, I can see why young kids take their life. Yeah. Like people have to watch what they say on social media. Right. Cyberbullying. Exactly. Yeah, Cyberbullying. That, that is the most like, I, I guess, I think I want to say around 80 something percent of gay children commit suicide due to that number one reason, which is cyberbullying. They get a lot of mm -hmm. hate comments. They get a lot of, oh, go kill yourself. You're gay, faggot, and everything like that. I don't even like saying that word. That's just like saying nigga to a, a black person. I, it's yeah. very derogative. You know, like I said, I, I have a yeah. gay cousin, so I have nothing against gay people. You know, I, all I ask for yeah. you is to be yourself. <laughs> right. Because I'm myself. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so. So there, there was a video I posted a couple of years right, ago. Right. <clears throat> and it was on National Coming Out Day, and people took that as that was the video where I came out. No, that was just the video of saying what my experience was coming out because I came out at 23 to my family. I didn't come out like like we were talking about earlier. You ain't you ain't got to announce everything. Like yes, I'm on the radio, but my personal life is not for you. Right. I came out at 23. I've been out already. So that video that I made was to help other people who may be afraid and just to let them know that it's all, that, that, that it's all good. Right. So are you doing something like in the gay community in Houston or? <clears throat> I'm working with some people to try to up my game in that community. Okay. I'm always at the gay bars. Okay. I'm working with Out Magazine and I'm working with um, Ian who's running for Grand Marshal for Pride. But everything is like kind of slowed down. That's why I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> What's going to happen? Because uh, the Pride Parade is supposed to be in June next month, but with with COVID, we don't know. You don't know what's going to happen, happen next. With that. Right, right. Yeah. So, brother, I want to get on Beyonce for a second because I know you're a Beyonce fan. <laughs> <laughs> greatest Beyonce, the Beyonce, goat. Greatest Beyonce album. Go right now. Ah, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Greatest Beyonce album. album. Or song. Either way you want to do it. 
we we going with that. I can do I can do songs. Oh, I don't know if can, I can we do, can do top five. No, you know what? No, greatest Beyonce album for me, Lemonade. Lemonade, that's my sister's. <laughs> Lemonade. Yeah. Greatest Beyonce song for me uh, is Halo. Halo. Okay. Yeah. So how, I think that song lasts the test of time. So you told me you you interviewed Beyonce. Bro, how did that feel interviewing you, you know, someone you really love in music? Like, that had to be a wonderful feeling. I wouldn't say it was an interview. Okay. I'd say it was, it was a moment. Oh, a moment. Okay. <laughs> Should have been an interview. Been an it was a moment. So, look. So, she had came to U of H. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my senior year at U of H, and Tina Knowles was being honored. Oh. But nobody knew that Beyonce was coming. So Beyonce showed, like, randomly showed up the whole school, of course, going crazy. Beyonce's at your school? Like, what the fuck? So I was supposed to interview Tina. So I had my mic ready. I had, like, my questions ready and everything. I was like, well, now, nah, like, now I got to get this drop from Beyonce. I can't let this moment pass up. I'm going to get Beyonce to do this. <laughs> so people are taking pictures, and then they stop the, the photography. They're like, no more pictures. We got to get this show yep. rolling. And and I'm like, well, I don't, technically, I don't want a picture. I want this audio. So I'm going to try to get this <laughs> audio. <laughs> I'm going to go against the grain. Yep. And so I, I asked her bodyguard and he just ignores me. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go, I, I go around her bodyguard and I'm like, Beyonce, can you do this job for me? She's like, Amir Diamond? And the whole room stops and gets quiet because they told us like, no more nothing. And the whole room stops. My heart is beating. I'm scared. I think I'm about to get thrown out. And she goes, oh, oh you a hustler, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, hello, I'm Beyonce, and you're listening to Amir Diamond, the hustler. And everybody starts cheering. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got this audio to last forever. I got this audio that's going to last forever. I don't care about a picture, because I know I'm going to get a job on the radio, yeah. and I'm going to be able to play this drop whenever a Beyonce song comes on. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Beyonce, and you're listening to Amir Diamond, the hustler. That shit is, still <laughs> blows my mind. Still blows my mind. That's that's crazy, man. I would just I would have just fall, fell out and fainted, man, meeting somebody like that. <laughs> that somebody that I looked up to, man, I would lose my mind, too. That is, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read to you something else, brother, and I want your take on this. It's, this is something about our relationship segment. And I'm going to read you this right now. It says, in an interview from 10 years ago, Sandra Pepper then talks about her regret of not dating Will Smith. She stated he wasn't thug enough. I was attracted to thugs and hoodlums. Will was too nice to me. Do her comments speak to a much larger issue within the African-American community? What is your take on that? <clears throat> My take on it is, I don't think it speaks to a much larger issue. I think that, because I do see that happening mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we have to grow from that mindset. Right, right. Maybe the maybe the bigger thing is we have to learn that <clears throat> that might not necessarily be what's best for us. And we have to change what we think right. we like or we think we're attracted to. We, we have to change right. that. And get connected to somebody who is better for right. us. Right. Me, on my end, I think it's a maturity thing. Because when men are young right. and they're in their teenage years, they're not looking for a housewife. They're looking for the woman that can shake some ass or twerk or something <laughs> in that nature. They're not looking for the woman that can cook and clean and vacuum and pay the bills. Yeah. They're 
not looking for that. Yeah. Just like on the flip side. Yeah, so it's maturity. Right. Just like on the flip side, a woman is not looking for that husband, that man that has husbandly traits. They're looking for the bad boy. They're looking for somebody that's dangerous, mysterious, a challenge, and all that other stuff Rihanna talks mm-hmm. about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Don't, don't, throw, don't, don't throw Rihanna back in here. Have you ever interviewed Rihanna? Like, I know I'm getting off topic. Have I you have ever not. interviewed? You have I not? I have not. I have would, not. Would you like mm-hmm. to interview her? Of course. <laughs> of course. Without the without Period. the Chris Brown situation thrown up in there. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't throw that in there right. because she's doing a lot of powerful things as far as like um businesswoman, like on the business side of things, like she is killing it right. with that the, the fancy beauty. Mm-hmm. So so of course. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about that Chris Brown situation either. I would ask her this, where's the album? That's the number one question that people <laughs> have been asking for the past year and a half. And she keeps blowing blowing everybody off. Yeah. Ain't no telling what she's doing. Yeah. But um I'm sure it's gonna be big, whatever she's working yeah, on. Yeah, she's probably putting off like getting off to the side and working on herself and working on her album features and everything. Because of her album, mm-hmm. Distur- what is it, Disturbia? Or that song Disturbia? That was that song was yeah. fire. I love that song. That was mm-hmm. my favorite Rihanna song. Hmm. That was. I don't know what mine is. You don't know. You don't know what that is. No, I said I don't know what my favorite oh, one yeah. is. Probably Rude Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you know what? Diamonds. 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 <laughs> Diamonds of course. That was with Jay Z, wasn't it? Oh, was is Jay Z on there? West? I don't Kanye think so. West. Who was on there? Maybe was... they might be on a remix, but I think it was just her no, song. Talking about the remix. Wasn't Jay Z or Kanye West on there? Mm-mm, Somebody help me out. Not that I know of. Not that I. Know. Oh wait. You're yeah, right. that's West. what I'm saying. Kanye West. I didn't mean to say Jay Z. <laughs> I meant to say Kanye. Yeah, I knew. You know your yeah, stuff. You know your yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me going crazy now, Amir. I know. <laughs> I know Kanye was on there. <laughs> yeah, you're but right, brother. Any any other projects? Um, that you got that you want to tell my listeners or anything you got good going for you or any acting career, any music that you got going on, like Ooh, anything. Acting is on acting is on hold right now because of COVID. Once again, okay. I do want to put out a single. So if you are a producer and or a songwriter, hit me up, DM me, make sure that your stuff is not trash. <laughs> if I don't respond, it's probably because it's trash. If I do respond, less work. Cool. Uh, merchandise, team merch, team diamond merch coming soon. What else? Uh, third thing. Oh, on Friday nights, I host these mini IG live concerts with different artists. Once again, if you're an artist and you want to perform on there, hit me up because I do. I am looking for more artists. So every Friday night at eight o'clock, since we can't go out to concerts, there's no concerts happening right now. We having concerts from the comfort of our own home and i've been calling it the team diamond show so look cool. out for that so that's any type of artist like rapper singer spoken word artist right i was just doing singers at first and people who were playing guitar but i was asking for opinions and people want all different types of artists on there so i do have some rappers coming on um spoken word artists we might even open it up and do some like people who have Small businesses and stuff that like that. That is awesome. We'll that see. is awesome, man. I'm a spoken word artist. If y'all want me, I will come up there and lay some spoken word down. So definitely. Are you yes, serious? I used to do it. I used to do it like in clubs and everything like that. I used to call myself Spoken Regions 2.0 because 
when I seen him, I was, you know, he was like my role model because I wanted to venture out in the spoken word and comedy. And I also wanted to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. So, yes, man, I did spoken word. I would do several poems in front of audiences. But look, since you had me on your show, I got to have you on mine. So we're going to set that up. <laughs> okay, man. Hey, that'll work. That'll work, brother. <laughs> That 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 definitely okay, will work, man. And this is Amir Diamond, y'all. He's man, I've been wanting to interview this dude for the longest, and I finally, dude, I left you like three DMs. Sorry, <laughs> and I, and, and, <laughs> I apologize. No, and when I interviewed Kyrie, I was like, man, I would love to interview uh, Amir as well because I seen y'all been doing some work together and everything. You know him, yeah. so I, I asked uh, Kyrie. I was like, man, I would love to interview Amir, and he was like, you know what? DM him. I'm, I'm gonna talk to him and everything like that, and get you an interview. <laughs> so he did, and I'm happy. And he made, he it, made happen. it happen, brother. And I really appreciate him that for that. We had a good interview, and this interview was good as well. So, man, I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. You're a very positive, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, for having yeah. Me. No problem, brother. And anything else, y'all go follow my man Amir Diamond on Instagram. He has like twenty-seven thousand followers. So y'all give him another follow, brother. Make that to twenty-eight. Let the brother grow. Appreciate yes. it. Any, any, any yes. social media, any other forms of social media you want to tell the listeners that you're on? No, I like Look, all I care about is Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> Hit the main up on Instagram. This is Amir <laughs> Diamond, y'all. And we out. This was the Real World Podcast. And it's your host, Ricky J. Robinson. I am out. Peace, y'all.